Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's time to get out to the Schneider Orange Hotline. Schneider is hiring drivers right now. For more info, call them 844-PRIDE or go to SchneiderJobs.com. That's 844-PRIDE or go to SchneiderJobs.com. And joining us now from Valley Sports, Wisconsin, former Brewers pitcher as well, Tim Dillard. Tim, how you doing today? I am good, fellas. How are you all doing? Doing well. Plenty to talk about, obviously, with the Brewers. But first, want to start. Saw that over the weekend you had your number retired down in Nashville. How was it going back there and enjoying that whole ceremony? Oh, it was fantastic. Just seeing all the fans and uh, my family and friends got to come out. Basically, that's all it was. It was uh, a reason for everyone to kind of get together. But it was fun to be that reason. Got to get on the field, throw a first pitch out to my son and uh, just kind of enjoy the whole evening. Uh, I'm not going to lie, though. I'm kind of sick of myself after the whole <laughs> after the whole event. <laughs> what do you What do you got to do to get your number retired, uh, Timmy? What, what Yeah. What well, you, I'll tell you this. What do you got to do? Yeah, I, uh, Don Mattingly is uh, one of the other guys that has his number retired. Oh, wow, Timmy. And yeah, yeah, and he played about I don't know four months for the team. Took me nine years. So. <laughs> Just saying, <laughs> I can't promise you, but you play nine years for a team. Um, yeah, if you uh, if you play your cards right, yeah. Didn't realize. Didn't realize it was nine <laughs> years, buddy. Wow. I, yeah, it took a while. It wasn't uh, every single game, but it was the parts of nine years. So yeah, um, to break all those records and and do all that stuff on the pitching side, it it just it takes time. You know, and and for that you have you have to be very patient, right? Uh, to to go back and forth and, and and try to, you know, stay positive and, and really get to the big show and, and reach your goals. And in order for that to happen, the way it happened, yeah, it's um, you know nobody wants to play in the minor leagues right. and stay there, right? Everybody mm. wants to go to the big leagues and stick, uh, but you'd be surprised. You start looking at the numbers of people that actually go to the big leagues and never go back to the minor leagues. It's a very small number. I mean, it's it's elite to get there and stay there. Um, I just couldn't do it. I was, I mean, if you want to call it what it is, I was probably the, you know, most popular 4A player that's ever played, <laughs> right? Just yeah. whatever's in between AAA and the big leagues, I feel like, yeah, there's there's a company of us that kind of just hung out there for so long. But I don't know. Yes, you do have to be patient. You do have to just know that and have the right attitude, yeah. right? Because there's guys that just refuse to kind of go about their business when they get sent down, especially when they feel like, they've been wronged a little bit. I feel like in my career, there were times I got sent down um, and just wasn't given a fair shot at the big league level or the minor league level. So 
Yeah, it does. It takes uh, the right attitude of just knowing, you know what, you have very little control over your career. <laughs> Tim, let's talk a little bit about this trade. It's it's all over the place. Everybody's talking about it. And I just can give you my opinion. I, and I hate baseball this way. And here's why. <laughs> here's Because Josh Hader, to me, is a proven commodity. And, and, and for me, I like a proven commodity back. And that's not always the way it is in baseball. You're going to get, like, prospects. And and to me, I felt like the Brewers, to me, didn't get enough value with the prospects that they got back from a Josh Hader. Sure. Well, here's the thing. Like, all of this stuff gets thrown on us, and we see it in the breaking news. But this is something that doesn't sneak up on Matt Arnold and David Stearns and Correct. Craig Council. Yes. All of this stuff went through their filter. They played every scenario, yeah. scenarios that we have no idea of what they're doing. Right. Um, but they, but we have to know that just based on their track record, those three gentlemen want what's best for the Milwaukee Brewers organization. And I'm with you, Josh Hader, man, so you just, all you have to do is get to the ninth inning with a lead and then just say, okay, go out there and pitch, right? That's a proven commodity, like you said, and that's hard to replicate. But what they did get from the Padres is uh, Rogers, who is, has very similar stuff to Hader. So, We've seen the Brewers over and over again get pitchers and then turning them into elite stars. So to sit there and think that, you know, this guy can't, you know, replicate some of what Josh Hader did, I, I think he's proven that the guy was an all-star. So I'm, I don't know. I, I like you. I want just the, the guys to play where they came up and have had success. Um, and then play for that team forever. But that's what baseball is. You don't get those guys like that anymore. Are they better today? than they were a couple days ago without Hater? Ooh, that's a great question. Uh, better? I don't know if you can say better. Right? What's better than a zero in the ninth? Right, <laughs> right. Um, yeah, I, I mean, you have to assume that Devin Williams is going to be the guy that Correct. takes over. And yep. he has certainly earned it. I, I don't know if there's been a much better pitcher in baseball since 2020. I mean, the guy was reliever of the year. Uh, rookie of the year, and then 2021, what he did last year, uh, I mean, he was phenomenal. And then this year, all-star. So it's not like you're going to go just go, you know, some geek off the street, right, that's going to fill in. <laughs> Devin Williams is handy, and he goes out there, and it's a zero. So then you start lining up guys But you had so, two of those zeros, though. I know. I know. I'm with you. But at the same time, they're putting together – what they think is a team that not only can go into the playoffs, but go deep into the playoffs. And for whatever reason, this was a piece of that puzzle that they're trying to get um, that team to kind of show off and let everyone see. And then, and then, and I don't mean to take over for Toby. No, I, I just good. got a lot of stuff Ooh. going on. And then I'm looking at the Padres, and then I see this <laughs> Soto deal. They get, they get uh, what, Josh Bell, I mean. And then they get basically all the top prospects from the Padres Knowing that we've got, and now we got to go through them, basically to try to get to the, to the World Series. When it feels like, and then everybody do their business different, and I get that, but it feels like that's their go for it move. And then I feel like we sit here and we're we're kind of just right here, and these guys are doing it in a different way. I just can't. It, I, I'm down with David Stearns. I, the, the guy's been awesome, and and, and I got no problem with that. But it, yeah. it, it felt weird this time only because we gave the Padres a piece, a player that we may have to see again, and then they go do it and get some other pieces for them and give up 
better prospects. Yeah, and I mean, honestly, I mean, is Josh Hader probably going to pitch against the Brewers this year? It's probably a good chance, you know. Correct. Uh, but it's not like they, sh- you know, shipped them to the Cubs. You know, it wasn't like, you know, it was an in-division thing, right? So they stayed in the National League because they had pieces that they wanted back. But I don't know, man. I get it. I'm with you. It just, why not just keep the guy? <laughs> Correct. I, I, here's, here's the big thing. They didn't have to trade him. Right, they didn't have to. It wasn't right. like there was mm-hmm. pressure, like we got to get rid of this guy. However, if he is continually to be Josh Hader, and then next year this time rolls around, his value is going to be even higher. And then you have to trade him. There's a little bit of pressure. If you don't trade him, then you have to spend you know fifteen or you know twenty million dollars to keep him. So I think the Brewers were like, you know what? Instead of putting up with that kind of pressure next year, let's see what we can do now. But the Padres are taking a page out of what the Yankees and Dodgers do. They just go find the best players at every single position. They throw a ton of money at it and hope it works out. The Padres tried to do that when they got Machado and Hosmer, right? Like, they just try to put together these superstar teams to see if they can win the World Series. And um, that's, a, that's a tough thing to do. Just because you got some of these best players doesn't mean they jive and they're all clicking on all cylinders. So, I don't know. Anytime you're starting to disrupt a team real big like that, that's I don't know. It very rarely works out. So I think the Brewers kind of just touch and go with some of this stuff, not trying to do anything too radical. It's probably a pretty good, uh, probably probably a pretty good path for them. Talking with Tim Dillard, former Brewers pitcher, also works for Bally Sports Wisconsin. And then looking at the bullpen, they bring back Taylor Rogers, as you mentioned. Denelson Lamette should slot in right away in the bullpen as well. And then last night they go and get Matt Bush. I feel like you lost that key back-end guy, you know, hopefully Taylor Rogers can find some form, but it is a little bit deeper of a bullpen now. How much is that going to help the crew going forward? Well, I think they tried to do that last year, and they had a couple of guys get hurt and fall through. So um, you want to pick up proven guys and, and just different. You look at what the Brewers put together. Each one of these guys that are in the bullpen bring something special to the mound every single time that they're out there. And for whatever reason, they know – and, of course, Chris Hook's been in on this. Pitching coach Chris Hook has probably been like, this is what we've seen, because they're doing stuff like that throughout the year. They see a pitcher. They see what they like. They see what we can improve on. How would he fit in our club? And that's what you have all these advanced scouts doing. So it's not like he just showed up and, like, they don't know anything about him. They probably know more about them than they know about themselves, because that's what we, that's where we're in now. It's not just use your eyes and say, oh, this guy could fit in with our team. No, they do all the analytics. They go through all the numbers to see how his stuff, the balls that he's given up, what would that look like at American Family Field? They have all their, you know, lowercase J's dotted and lowercase T's crossed. So, I mean, that's that's what you have to expect nowadays from a team that's wanting to compete. Well, and then looking at the bats, because I saw Adam McAlvey had tweeted some of what David Stearns was talking about yesterday I believe after the Matt Bush trade and saying that, yeah, maybe we bring in some complimentary pieces, but there's no clear place to upgrade on that offense. And I don't know that I agree with that. I think they could clearly upgrade some of these positions. Where do you stand on the offense? Do you think that they should have, or maybe they still will today, but do you think that they should go address some guys and bring in a bat? Um, I think they still could, but I'm, I understand what he's saying. Because the team that they have right now has been great since uh, the All-Star break. They're in first place in their division. So it's like, okay, well, how do we upgrade from being first, <laughs> right? Yeah. So it's like, okay, do we, need to, do we need to score more runs? Well, right now they're scoring more runs than per game than anyone in baseball. So you start going through piece by piece. 
just go down the lineup, go through the, go through the field and start looking at positions. Where are you going to put, Hey, we have to upgrade. It's going to be this guy. You know, I, I get it. Uh, maybe you could have a guy that fills in at DH also can play maybe an outfield position or maybe play third base uh, just to, you know, kind of platoon in that way, but you're not going to get the most out of a, a real player. Like you want to go get a guy that plays every single day, then you're replacing a guy or two um, on the Brewers. And right now those guys have done well. So I don't know. I think it's for them. If they make no moves, they're still going to be good. They're still going to, uh, be there at the end when it when it all shakes out. So I don't know. I don't know. They can always use a bat, but you could say that about every single team. Yeah, right now in Major League Baseball, yeah, well, yeah, maybe the Dodgers. I don't know. They maybe they may not need anything, but uh, but I, yeah, I, I don't disagree. Yeah, I don't disagree with that at all, Tim. And I and I think you know what the Brewers have been able to do. You're talking right. It says seventy two coming out of this All Star break. They've been hot. They, they, the bats are going. They're pitching well. McCutcheon seems like he's the leader now uh, in this clubhouse. Guys listen to him. They've got the good chemistry. It's what you're really talking about. Chemistry with inside your clubhouse. You're not upsetting the apple cart. You're not bringing anything new. Nobody really has to get used to one another. And basically, you hit the ground running. And I think in a lot of these things, when you talk about a team getting hot, you've got to have the right chemistry in your locker room to make all this stuff jive. Well, I think if you have a formula that works, you don't want to just sit there and disrupt everything. Right. Like some of these teams making big moves are just hoping that everybody catches hot and starts winning ball games. where the Brewers have a proven formula, and yeah. it's worked, and they're here. Now, as a fan, do you wish there were 10 games up? Like, sure, yeah, we wish they had the best record in all of baseball. But at the same time, they're doing what they're supposed to be doing. And to sit there and disrupt it, I think, could do more harm than good. So I think right now, I don't know when the deadline's over. It may already be over. But I think trying to go out and do something pretty drastic, um, it's, it probably has more negative effects than positive effects, right? So this team has done well as long as they're healthy. I mean, look what Hunter Renfro's doing. My goodness. And Christian Yelich is the best leadoff hitter in baseball. McCutcheon, look, he's playing as good as he played uh, 10 years ago. So you're looking at a team that's doing so many things well. You want to make a big splash and do one big spot to to improve on? I just don't see it. Tim, appreciate the time today. Make sure to keep up with Tim Dillard on Twitter, at Dim Tillard. Appreciate it again. Yeah, no problem. Thanks for having me on, boys. Thanks, buddy. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 